Hi, guys. Welcome to episode seven. Lucky number seven. Lucky number seven of That Sick, the podcast where we talk about real gross stuff that makes us want to vom. Or not. I'm Justine. I'm Jen. I'm Heather. And uh, and this week, uh, Heather and Jen have colluded to, I think, probably get me back for horrifying Heather last yeah. week. I don't know if it's really going to horrify you, though. I mean, I hope it disgusts you. I really wanted to, but... I'm at least trying to make you squirm a little bit. Okay, good. I don't know. I don't. I definitely... My topic is not going to be make you be like, oh my god, like this is like nightmare material, but I just want to make you uncomfy. Okay, good, good, good. I deserve it. I deserve it after good. last time. <laughs> I was oh, because we did the bugs the last time, right? Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah, it's it's been a few. I didn't like it. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, no you, one bit. you didn't at all. It's uh-uh. been it's been a few weeks since we recorded, <laughs> so uh, I can't remember the last time we recorded. It's been like a month, I think. We had uh, life intervened. Yes, um, a bit. AKA, we ha- all have full time jobs, so we you know don't always have time to do this. <laughs> Surprisingly, we're not being paid yeah. unless one of you wants to pay us. Please pay us. That's yeah. That's why we've recorded so many episodes before actually launching. To our Patreon.com. We don't have a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we do by now. Who knows? Dude, everybody has one now. By episode seven, by the time this thing launches, who knows? Individuals have them. You could be like, hi. I could be like, hi, I'm Heather. Uh, just donate to me. Just for me. You Thank could. You. Thank you. I want money. You Thanks, could absolutely money, set up a Patreon for your art. All you'd have to do is set up like an Instagram account for your crafts. And then oh, like. Which I did that today. Believe it or not. You did? Yeah. It's uh, can I pimp it real quick? Can Absolute, I plug it? Please. It's uh, it's at Heywoo Enterprises. Oh my god. On Insta. And I if have, you want to email me, it's uh, Heywoo Enterprises at gmail.com. And it's H E Y W O O Enterprises. Yeah. Set up a fucking Patreon for yourself and get that money. I don't, oh I don't. my god. I love this picture. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, I, I got it because I'm sure. I'm showcasing my series, my satanic cat series, my familiars. <laughs> the fur. <laughs> yes, I love it. The familiars, which I'm hopefully going to be selling at Bitchcraft this year. Oh my god, I love that one. Wait, remind remind me again what Bitchcraft is. It's uh, a um, it's like it's like Handmade Arcade, but it's like kind of uh more of a witchy type atmosphere type deal september 22nd at the david l lawrence convention center Mm. it's the first one that they've been doing and my friend got a table and she was like do you want to you know join in with me on this and i was like okay but like yeah that's exciting yeah so um but however uh we are confirming that i just need to confirm that like we actually do have a table because like it's the first year that they've been doing it and like i don't know the email was a little cryptic. Shit might be disorganized. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I hope it's not. But like, you know, it was just it wasn't like like, I mean, she paid them and all, you know, but it wasn't like, OK, you absolutely have this table. It is yours. It was like kind of like. And uh, may your future endeavors be ever, you know, it had to be like a very flowery type language email. And I was just like, can it just tell me like, yes, you have this and thank you for this transaction. You know, <laughs> I think I. My type A in me like needs that confirmation. So, but anyway, so yeah. Uh, but even if I don't sell these things at the Bitchcraft, I will. You know, I can get a craft. I could. I could get a craft table sometime. I could probably sell yeah, my handmade arcade. Maybe. Sure, I'm sure you could. Um, if I make enough. So far, I've only made three. 
Well, not really. I'm like, I kind of like drew a bunch and then I did the base layer on a bunch and then I'm like doing the, you know, painting them like, you know, each individually after that. So, so much effort. I'm too, I'm too lazy to do anything remotely like that. Same. I'm just, I'm just trying to. I'm also to, untalented. I'm trying to, to use my painting before I die. Cause like, I'm like, well, if there's the one thing that like one crafty thing. Sorry to burp. Uh, I turned my head away from the mic to burp. Um, I think next time we should just burp directly into the mic. No. It was, it was like a silent one. It wasn't like a, a fun one. We should include a burping contest in each Ooh, of these episodes. Gonna, you're going to lose. Probably. I, I she's, pretty, she's pretty gross. Yeah. All I need is to like drink more. Uh, more um, a red can. Red, co- red cans. Red cans is my favorite. Wait, what, is, what is everyone drinking today? We all have beers right now left over from last week's summer solstice. Happy summer, everybody. Oh, Pardon, oh my God. Finally. I'm drinking the original red Coke in a can. The undisputed best soda pop available. Yeah, undisputed. Coke in a can. Okay. I am drinking after sesh from Cigar City Brewing. Oh, I think did I, I think it sounds I like something that. you bought. Yeah, I think I think this is I. So I tend to buy like six to twelve packs of beer and bring them over here and then leave them in their fridge. And so far, neither Heather nor the Virgo upstairs has complained. Um, which is good. No, we usually just, you know, we either slowly drink them or they're just there for the next time you come over. Exactly. We don't drink them much. We don't drink very much. And I am drinking a six point jammer, which is my absolute favorite beer in the world. Right now or right, forever? Right. Well, right now it's my favorite beer. It has been since last summer and I'm just really happy to be drinking it. Because you're, so. beer, you're a beer person. Like, yeah. kind of. I dislike its skinny can. Oh, I yeah. hate these skinny cans. I don't love the skinny can because it doesn't <sighs> it doesn't fit nicely into a koozie. My hail so, saint koozie. Did have like have they started making skinny can koozies? That just seems annoying. Well, I used to work for a company that made shit tons of koozies, but we never mm. made skinny can koozies because that didn't exist back then. Yeah, but we made like koozies for bottles, and we made koozies for forties. Uh, we made koozies for like a lot of different shit. I feel like if you're drinking 40s, koozies are not part of your lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how paper bag is your koozie if you're drinking a 40. That's the only <laughs> proper way to drink that. I mean, is it even possible to finish a 40 while it's still cold? Oh, Marcus did. Marcus. Yeah, Marcus did uh, Edward 32 hands. They weren't actually 40. S- I was going to say, has anyone ever played Edward 40 hands? Marcus. I have not. Marcus did play. I've, he played it by himself. Nobody else was playing. I've watched yeah. people play it. And he didn't even have to pee. It was amazing. Yeah, he drank. And he was just like, he's like, yep, and I'm done. I was like, you didn't have to pee once. He's like, nope, I'm good. What? Marcus was our friend. And yeah, it wasn't quite Edward 40 hands. It was Edward 36 hands because it was like Yangling 36. 32. 32s. Yeah. And um and they were like they looked like little like juggins weren't they? They, did, yeah. they weren't like they didn't have look like the tall like you know classic forty you know they were like these little like weird like little brown jugs. But yeah, he did. He duct taped them to his hands. Yeah, and for real. He he, he did it. Yeah, he duct taped them. He though. just didn't like any of the liquor that was available in a forty. Yeah, snob. Oh my god. <laughs> this was this was when we were um we were like twenty two maybe yeah, we 22. were little babies. Yeah. Uh, so do we anyway. um. Did we do sickest thing of the week? We no, haven't. We've we still been just chatting. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we're still in the chatting portion. Um, but we can absolutely. If you, share. Got, you got a sick thing, girl. Uh. Uh-oh. You know what? I wrote this like a long time ago because we were gonna like I researched oh, this yeah, like yeah. weeks ago, and I just like wrote down something random like a few weeks ago, and 
let's let's talk about I it. Had it a- says I was awoken by searing gas pain and had horrible shits. And I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember uh, what. Who like, hasn't been there? Time that was, but it was at least like several weeks ago. So I can't tell you any details. Uh, but yeah, well, I'm sorry that happened to you. That's very distressing. That's distressing. Yeah, Ooh. nothing's Probably. worse than having to wake up to poop. Ugh, God. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's worse things, but it's it's not very pleasant. Unpleasant. Yeah. It's I don't know. Well, you know what happens to me a lot is um so, well yeah like having the poop wake you up instead of like the pee. Mm-hmm. Wake you. Oh my god. Well, sometimes the pee, you know, the pee frequently wakes me up, but then like once you like go to the bathroom and you pee and then you come back and then because you've walked like that short like little distance, like your bowels are like stimulated. You're like, "Hello. Oh, look, you're awake. Time to go. Time to poop now." And I was like, I literally just got up and peed. Now I have to get up again. I hate that. And I just want to sleep in for like five more minutes. Uh, But uh, yeah, yeah, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I had a sick browser tab open for a while waiting. And then at some point, I guess my Firefox must have crashed and it's gone. So you don't have a sick thing? No, I mean, well, I mean, sick things happen all the time. Let's see. Oh, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty like gross person in how i like you know maintain my abode mm-hmm. um i know you guys don't tell re- anyone i live like this <laughs> exactly <laughs> um so i i had some like when i get that cross stitched on the like I had, wall these, hanging. <laughs> I had these glass um bottles of so i i'm very bougie and sometimes when i'm at target i buy the glass um stump town cold brew um bottles that like they look like red stripe bottles kind of um, and so I guess I had left one like sitting in my living room and I didn't realize that there's still coffee in it. And by the time I got around to recycling the glass, there was a pretty decent science experiment going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I do that. I've, done, I've been so guilty of Especially because the glass is dark. So I couldn't yeah. see that that was happening. I, th- I thought it was empty. It was the not. biome. That yeah. Was so I um I destroyed universes that day. Did you smell it? No. Oh, no, I didn't. Uh, I mean, no, that doesn't occur to me. No. Would you have smelled it? Um, No, I probably would have been too scared because things that smell really gross make me want to throw up. But uh, I would have been tempted to. But I'm like, no, it's going to make you want to throw up. Don't do it. Oh, yeah. Like, like, uh, yeah, that. that but I'm always um, curious. Mold, those little mold towns do smell nasty. They yeah. smell like funky, funky Christmas. Yeah, so that was, yeah, mine. After the great leftover turkey gravy incident of, like, 2014, <laughs> I try not to, like, smell anything that's been sitting there more than a few days. Oh, my God. Care to elaborate? Sorry. Um, oh, that's okay. I was cleaning out my fridge. I believe it was way back in 2014. It may have been a different year, but it was a few years ago. And the container had been from leftover gravy, and I could not recall when the gravy was made. And then I opened it up, and it smelled so bad it was <laughs> the worst smell i ever smelled and i had to take it outside to dump it into like the outside garbage can because it was not fit to be dumped was it in a tupperware it was I, did you just throw the tupperware away i you- dumped i dumped it out thinking i might be able to salvage the tupperware but then i smelled it and i was like <laughs> fuck this no been there no, this is not going back inside 
been there, been there. You're like, oh, oh, oh no, oh no, it's nothing salvageable here. Yeah, I, I've lost track of all the Tupperwares that I've lost too. No, just pitch it. If it's yeah. questionable, it's just going in oh, the trash. Same one. I can't even. Sorry, I can't even handle. I can't even handle oh. this. I know we are. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, they don't make. They don't make Tupperware. I mean, this is really bad. But like, unless you buy like Pyrex glass, they right. don't make Tupperware like they used to. No, and it like everything like everything leaches into it. Like yeah. it stains and like the smells. Yeah, it's never gonna come back from that. That spaghetti. Yeah, and obviously, never. if it was a glass container that it was in, which I do try to use those more, um, obviously I'll I'll clean that out. I won't throw that away. Yeah, no, those can be safe. No, yeah. yeah, those can definitely be safe. But like, yeah, we're uh, we're, we're you know old elder millennials, and uh, guess what? We were uh, grown up in a disposable society, and that's what is handed to us. So like, we're, we're trying, we're green. trying, yeah, yeah, um, badly. Okay, who's going first? I believe that's your job. Uh, Maybe you should choose Justine. Okay, let me see. Because you're the host. I know. I know. Uh, I know. That's your job. Okay. (laughs) Don't tell me what to do, devil. Okay, well, um, let's see. Who had the grocer story? I think actually Jen did. Last week? No, like just now. Oh, oh, for that about yeah, the sick. Yeah. You think that was more gross than I do? Cause, well, because I'm thinking it because I'm thinking about like the horrible smell and like True having story. to get outside. I think rotten food is worse than poop. I agree. Oh, absolutely. I'd oh rather smell a poop than oh rotten food God, any day. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Any day. Yep. Okay. All right. All right go ahead, well, Jamie. Then I guess I'll go. Um. So I guess I'll reveal to you that our our common theme for the week, if we both stayed on topic. We'll and it's been so it's been so long ago who can remember remember what yours is it's um we're we're talking about dead bodies oh, yes! yes dead bodies and yes. i'm going to be talking about embalming oh dead i'm bodies so is excited one of my favorite things. Now, i have to say one thing that kind of piqued my interest in embalming was some stupid like clickbait facebook internet i don't know where i saw you know doing browsy browsies but it was about having a butt plug put into the body to keep all the stuff that's actually oh, yeah, not a thing stuff that from, oh so they don't plug up the not butt really they okay. tend to like plug them internally they only put the butt plug up there if there hasn't been any kind of post-mortem thing done okay so yeah. that's what piqued my interest and then i found out that that's not that was hashtag fake news i bet you they just like shove like a wad of cotton up there yeah or <laughs> down in there yeah eh, i don't know anyway, anyway you'll tell me about it you'll tell right. us so uh we're talking about dead bodies and I'm going to talk about how we uh, treat my my least favorite animals, which is humans. Because we're terrible. What do you what do you got against the, the human race? Aww. Lay it on me. What well, what do you got? Um, <laughs> we have the ability <laughs> anyway, to reason. What's up? We have the ability to reason. That's we what do. sets us a, a, apart from the beasts. I'm not a humanist. You know, I'm not. I, I'm a cheerful nihilist. What are you? I don't know. I'm hateful. Hateful. Just generally hateful. Justine. Oh, What's your my- philosophy of life right oh, now? Jesus, not Jesus, not Jesus. <laughs> She's Jesus. Uh, I don't fucking know. I'm not a nihilist. Oh, there's that fly. Die. Gross fly flying around. Um, I'll get back to you on that. I don't think I have one. Okay. I'm working on it. Um. Anyway, did any of you guys watch uh, the Haunting of Hill House? No. On, on Netflix? No, it's right. scary. Sorry. I don't like scary shit. Yeah, it was only medium scary. Anyway, uh, and spoiler, there are dead bodies. Um, and one of the characters is a funeral director and details some of the ways that they treat bodies. And I was a little horrified and disgusted, but uh, also intrigued. JB. 
Yes. Did you watch Six Feet Under? That was I, my question. I watched a little bit of Six Feet Under. I never got super into it. Because they get like That's all like about... every episode. Yeah. It's every about, episode. Yeah. But I kind of forgot that because I was like back in my 90s brain Ugh. or early 2000s brain. Yeah. That, when you actually said embalming, the first thing I thought about was Six Feet Under. You need to watch it. Yeah. I think you'll, you'll really like it now yeah. if you think this yeah. is interesting. It'll give you like 90s, early 2000s nostalgia now, I feel like, too. Just yeah. from like all the references and shit. Like they're sitting there at one point. I know Claire's like sitting there in the room and they're like listening to transatlanticism. You know, it's just very like, I need you so much closer. Remember that song? Yeah, I do. She's like I do. sitting there like with all her friendos, like listening to that. And it's just like, oh my God, this is so like late 90s, early this is, 2000s. Yes. This is so college times for us. Oh, high fly. We're all Where look- is it? I'll kill it. We're watching the fly. So um, do we do we need to take a pause so you can kill the fly? Do we fly? need to take a murder break? Maybe. Speaking of dead bodies, we're going to create one, hopefully. Okay, never mind. We did right, not catch. We, on murder. we did not catch the fly. All right. So back to dead bodies. Back to dead bodies. So a little history. Uh, Frederick Roish, uh, who was a Dutch botanist, is often credited as the father of modern embalming. He developed uh, an injection from mercuric sulfide, which comes from. I actually can't read my own fucking handwriting. Uh, <laughs> You want to Google it? Are we on? We are. <laughs> yes. Okay. So a little history. Okay. Lesson. For full disclosure, I accidentally paused the recording. We have to start over right now. So. Yeah, I messed it up the first time. And then we had a recording error. And now we'll do it the third and time. And then Justine messed it up the second yeah, time. Yeah, so third time's charm. It's your turn, Heather. Three right, is a power gonna, number. Yeah, what am I going to do to fuck this up? I don't know. Um... Frederick Roish, who is a Dutch botanist, is often credited as the father of embalming. He developed an injection from mercuric sulfide, which comes from uh, some kind of crater. I wrote something down. I can't read my own handwriting. But this crater, uh, it gives the specimens a red hue, which made it easier to dissect. Are you are you uh, fact checking for me? Uh, Is this this guy? Is it Frederick de la Roche? No. Okay, because I because I asked you like earlier. It's Roish. I asked you earlier like what year it was, and I was yeah. trying to find it out. Look, how do you spell it? R u y s c h. Oh, I'm way off. I was like phonetically spelling R u y s c h s c h. Uh, oh, there he is. Yeah. All right. So, uh, but when was his era? He was around in Wikipedia says born in 1638 and died in 1731. Age 92? Holy, Holy shit. Wow. He must have been sucking on that uh, wow. mercuric sulfide. Good God. Yeah. Born He's in the Hague, from the inside. Died in Amsterdam. Um, so yeah, holy shit, dude was like, you know, prolific. All right, so we've been embalming for a while. He's got like a wig for the ages. Hold on, I gotta show you. Oh, that is <laughs> that is beautiful. He looks like a 70s video vixen. To <laughs> <laughs> what? So feathered. Oh. oh, so many sausage curls. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is horrifying. Look at this image. We're I'm gonna have to throw this up on the on the uh on the Insta. <gasps> it's an embalming party. What's it's the, a baby. It's a baby. What's the title of it? The Anatomy Lesson of Dr. Frederick Roish by Jan Van Neck. But Jan Van Eyck. No, it says Neck. Neck. Spelled 
I mean, is that if that's pronounced Ike, then I really am, well, I can't speak up. Dutch. Oh, yeah, it is Van Neck. Van Neck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I may not be able to pronounce things, but I do know how to read. Sorry, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to art explain to you, but yeah, I'm like, you are, but not doing it right because I'm a dumbass charlatan. <laughs> you were wrong, but I guess he was also Dutch. No, is he Flemish? He's Dutch. Well, I mean, isn't that the same thing? I don't similar. know. Fla- mm-hmm. um, I mean, Flanders the- and Dutch is similar. It's a it, land it, with lots of Y's in the world. I was going to say, isn't it like how, like, you know, Basque and Spanish aren't necessarily the same? We're not here for same. history lesson, people. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. we're, we're currently making up everything about, we know nothing about so Europe. So this, like, okay. fucking dead baby uh, yeah. is pretty gross. I'm going to definitely put that up. Uh, mm. It's a dead baby painting there. And, oh, my God. There's, like, a little ba- dead baby skeleton that's, like, dancing with a little boy in the corner. Oh. oh good is it dancing or is that's it just hanging? Fun. I don't He's just holding it up like, look, it's one of these. It looks look like a, my, it looks like a puppet. Look at my fucking brother's skeleton. <laughs> you know, they didn't have Xboxes back then. They weren't playing Harry Potter, Pokemon Go. They all they had were baby skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fact. Look it up. Oh, dude, you'd be like your friend, like, you got something new you got the new baby skeleton. Lucky. <laughs> all I have is this rat head. I got a <laughs> squirrel skeleton. <laughs> all right sucked all right anyway <laughs> continue jb uh, so um why embalm the bodies why indeed because it delays the composition for funerals or shipping your body remains mm. yeah i guess like people mm. finally got the they're finally like oh yeah we we get a chance to say goodbye is that what it's all about like maybe that became in vogue i guess People had time to do that kind of stuff. And the, Victori- the Victorians were very, like, death-obsessed. Oh, yeah. yeah. The memento mori. You know. We haven't so. done that one yet, have we? Oh, oh, the- oh dude, that's mine. I claim it. Sorry. Okay. Oh, I was like, that's not what you're doing now, right? No, 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 okay. no, no. No, just saying, like, that's one that, like, I've, like, I want to do for the podcast, but, like, dips. Yeah. Okay. Says Heather. Dips. Says Heather. Dips. Okay. okay. Sorry. So what is embalming? Uh, it's replacing all the fluids in the body with a preservative, disinfecting the body, and make it more appealing for humans to observe, not, yeah. not to consume. Okay, so in the... Um, <laughs> full disclosure. The Let's just keep we, it real. In the bit that we did not record, Jen used the phrase fit for human consumption. Not which... only did I say that, but that's actually what I wrote down in my <laughs> written notes because I'm a rube and I do handwritten notes. And then Justine, I, what'd you say after that? I don't remember, but no, I took I issue. Exactly I took issue said. with it. You were like, you were like, would you rather, would you rather eat an embalmed dead body <laughs> or a not embalmed dead body? And we were like, um, not embalmed because if you ate like a body riddled with embalming chemicals, you would get like butt cancer immediately. Immediate butt cancer. As as your food digested, it would just create cancer on its way out, and your butthole would be a tumor. Yeah, you'd riddled. have to push. Your poop through a tumor, riddled throughout yeah, your write, body. Write that one That's down. That's a scientific fact. Riddled. Yeah, I write that down, school. kids. We. That's what happens. Yeah. Fact. 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 <laughs> at me, bro. <laughs> don't at me. No, at me, bro. At me about that. At, at Jen. Don't at, at, Jen. at Heather. Don't ever at Heather. No, you should at her. You can't at Jen because her account is locked. No one can at Jen. <laughs> I'm locked on Twitter. Yeah, you are. I'm. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't. You can't at me. <laughs> That's right. I'm private. Did you get sick of the dick pics? No, no, no. It's just like a private account. Oh, yeah. Like some some rando can uh, at me. I think my shit's. I don't know if my shit's. Yours private is or not, not private. private. Jen, you're the you're like the only person I follow who's private. Honestly, I'm elite. <laughs> On Twitter, my Insta is locked down. Reveal your secrets. I think my Insta is open. That's so weird. 
I don't care if everyone reads my tweets. I definitely don't everyone looking at Rowdy. I think my Insta is closed, but now uh, at Heywoo Enterprises is open. Plug. Okay, sorry. Okay. Uh, traditionally, embalming fluid is a mixture of formaldehyde and methanol and other solvents, which was a long list of things that I could not pronounce. If you're very curious about how to make embalming fluid, I'm sure the information is out there. All the Walter White things, you know, yeah, chemicals. I, I'm, not, I'm not here to teach a chemistry lesson. Bromide. I can barely pronounce formaldehyde. I'm not trying to challenge myself. Whatever. It's injected into the arteries of the cadaver, usually the carotid artery. Mm-hmm. Which artery is that, Heather? Oh, it's in the neck. It's like uh, it's next right to here? the jugular. Yeah, is so... it the one that gets real big when you're mad? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the, ju- <laughs> the jugular is the one that it, if you have like high blood pressure... And you're like really stressed out. It'll go like it will bulge out. Get all Jake Morgendorfer. <laughs> That's a cool '90s reference. Yeah, I love the '90s references. Or or like or who's the teacher's name? Oh, because oh, he did it with too the, with the eyeball. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh God. Um, but yeah, the carotids. Think about like the opposite of the jugulars. The jugulars are the vein. The carotids are the artery. So like they're in the same ex- exact spot in the neck, but just like one takes one in, one out. One in, one out. Got it. Okay. Thank you. Boom. boom. Uh, so blood and the uh, fluids are pushed out of the jugular. Next, the cavity is treated. The internal fluids are exsanguinated. Heather, <laughs> I'm not that. Jenna's trying to read her own handwriting yeah. again. <laughs> Quit writing in cursive, you weirdo. Get with it. None of the children know how to do cursive. Apparently, That's I know how to write in cursive, but I don't know how to read in cursive. <laughs> But the, the fluids are and they're taken out via aspiration and with a uh, trocar. The organs are punched and drained and filled with cavity chemicals. Oh. A trocar is basically a, a stick used to poke the organs and release all the gas and fluids. Oh, uh, it's like it's just like an organ poker. <laughs> I think you'd really enjoy it's doing like, that. Just like got a kidney, got a lung. Yeah, all the fluid just comes out. And the yeah, gas just drain that, and then you just pump it on up with the uh, with the cancer juice. Oh just, my dang. god! If if necessary, then there will be a hypodermic embalming chemicals put in if mm-hmm. if that's not enough. And finally, surface and restore embalming are used to preserve the skin to keep it looking nice and skin like. Of which it doesn't. Have any of y'all went to a funeral before? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's real freaky. Yeah, the, the dead bodies look like no, they they look like yellow. they look like wax. Yeah, figures. Yeah, it, that's, it's that's creepy. Them working to make it look as lifelike as possible and covering it in whore paint. I well, mean, no shades and embalmers. I mean, some shades and embalmers because I honestly don't think that like embalming should be a thing. But it's not that they're bad at their craft. It's just what just they're like, doing is weird. weird. Yeah, like when I'm the last. Yeah, I think my grandfather was the last time I like saw, you know, an embalmed dead body. And he just it doesn't it just doesn't it doesn't look like them. It's it's just very it's waxing. Yeah, it's just weird. The fly is back, guys. Okay, we might have to make a body. Heather's on another murder spree. Where is it? What were we talking about? Oh, Oh, yeah. uh, Wax, waxy dead bodies. Yeah, now like. All the organs are all punched, all the fluids put in, the skin's all rubbed down with... Glowed up. It's all glowed up. <laughs> I was surprised the process only takes about two to four hours. Oh, yeah? Really? It, 
it takes me longer than not to clean like my kitchen so oh yeah it's it takes it's that's about as long as it takes me to like get out of the shower and make myself look like a presentable human and in that time you could have embalmed a body oh yeah cool okay so uh now all the canvas is set now it's time for the mortuary spa relaxing the body is washed and dried and moisturized the the body is uh, massaged to ease rigor mortis and to make the body more flexible to put it into a more natural position than than hair and makeup don't they like break the limbs if they have to but they don't always have to I think usually the rigor mortis can be like rubbed out. Well, yeah, true story. That's true. I was like, um, right after the person dies, you know, they're limp. And then rigor mortis goes in a little while later. And then after that, rigor mortis kind of like stops. And then the body's like, bleh, again. Hmm. Um, So that's how you can tell if like a body's like freshly dead. If there's still rigor mortis, it's like, that's a fresh ass corpse. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, wait. So who... Who is in charge of this like corpse massage? Uh the embalmer. So the same so this one same person is doing the whole process. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're, they're okay. doing it all. And and possibly breaking limbs. If they have to. Yeah. That remind okay. Have you both watched the Americans? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh uh, no. I know it's supposed to be very qualita. Never oh, mind. We're in the golden age of television. I can't watch There's everything. Too much. You have to pick and choose. So much. <sighs> Not that I don't love Carrie Russell. And I know her, she fell in love with her husband on that show, so they have great chemistry. Oh, you need to watch that. it. I had yeah. a relevant thing to share, and now I can't. I'm sorry. Can what you is share it, it to our, our listeners? Yeah. They, okay. they like it. I will laugh like we, we get it. Yeah. Oh, can, my God. Okay. It. I won't. So I won't go into so much detail that it like actually spoils the show for you. But at one point in one of the episodes, in one of the seasons, one of the characters huh, um, has to um, break the limbs of someone that has died so they can um conceal the body and dispose of it without getting caught Mm -hmm. and that was probably one of the most disturbing scenes on the entire run of the show and a lot of bad stuff happens so Mm. yeah the the breaking of limbs is even though it's a dead body and like that person can't feel it It, it's yeah it's still pretty bad you imagine just like using the force it takes to break a bone no like i just imagine i would type into all of your ancient like murderous rages i guess you're like mm. oh well now that i've broken a bone with my bare hands i might as well go out and just kill well i mean you're already poking organs with a stick so yeah i mean maybe you're just getting a lot of jollies yeah i don't know or maybe it's it's just like you know any kind of work related task you're just like oh i'm making a i'm making a spreadsheet i'm just poking a kidney oh hum oh hum do to do uh so a fun fact of uh talking about how the bodies do not necessarily look like bodies whenever you go to a funeral i did not know this is that embalming fluid has a pink color to give the body more of a warm hue i did know that because of six feet under Oh. oh, I don't remember that from the show. It's on one of the very first, like the very first episode when they have all like the cheesy fake commercials for the mortuary stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of them is the embalming fluid is like pink. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. And that they also uh, make use of lighting in the funeral parlor to enhance that. Okay. It's still not really. So this really sounds like an art. It does. It's yeah. an art and a science. It is. Okay. Um, speaking of which, uh, just while 
we were chatting and I've been looking at this Wikipedia in front of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I just read this sentence? Yes. Royce researched many areas of human anatomy and physiology using spirits of Zeus and Poseidon to preserve <laughs> organs and assembled one of Europe's most famous anatomical collections. What is the spirits of Zeus and Poseidon? I, I imagine that it's uh, very <laughs> sacred. Spirits of Poseidon is just water? Like uh, salt, sacred water. salt water? Uh, spirits of Poseidon? Maybe it's just saline. Maybe. That's, that's a logical answer. That's using your noodle. If it's just water, though, I'm going to call water spirits of Poseidon. <laughs> You're going to do it anyway. I don't know. I have a very terrible memory. I'll probably forget. Okay. But I want to. I want to remember to do that. Okay. Tell us more about embalming. Oh, okay. Um, so, and I also learned, we've all heard of rigor mortis. I didn't know there are three kinds of mortises. Oh. Oh. There's rigor mortis, which is the stiffening of the joints and muscles. Mm-hmm. There is a liver <laughs> mortis, which is hypostasis. And What's it's, a hypostasis? It's the discoloration of the skin due to the blood pulling. Oh, okay. okay. And then there's algor mortis, which is the body becoming cool. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's uh, that's something that always kind of annoys me when I see dead bodies on TV and stuff. Is like, um, they they always look so pink, and mm. right after you die, like you get gray, like gray yeah. so fast. It's, it's, yeah, it doesn't take very long at all. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's also very disturbing. Yeah. And also, oh my God. Um go. I don't know if I could tell this story, but like the Virgo upstairs one time passed out, like from like a simple thing. He was fine. But like you turn so gray when you black out. Like really? so immediately. But then as soon as like because your body just like all of your um blood gets like shunted to your vital organs. So like everything from like your limbs and your your face and stuff is just like poof. And uh you pass. <laughs> <laughs> but then as soon as you wake up, you get pink again really fast. It's really freaky. Oh, that is freaky. Have any of you ever passed out before? I've never passed out before. No, I've I, never passed out. I have. That's probably what you look like. Care to share or no? Yeah, I'll share. Um, digression. Uh, I was on, I was in Seattle um, with Shayla, my best friend, and we were on a road trip and we had been, you know, driving long hours, going on like all these like hikes and walking everywhere and not eating well. And so I was generally run down. Oh. Um, I still don't know why I passed out. But um, so while we were in Seattle, uh, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club happened to be playing a show and we were like, oh, sweet. Let's go. Let's go. Because, you know, why not? Um, and while we were at like the venue during the opening act and we were right in front of the stage and I was starting to feel like kind of woozy, but I, so I thought, okay, well I'll just, um, I'll just like go get some water. I'll go get some air. And so I told Shayla, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And I turned around and I walked like maybe five steps and the next thing I know, I was like lying on the ground, like staring, like looking. I opened my eyes and there are all these people like around me and like uh, Shayla like ran over and um, there's someone in your front yard. Is it Brock? No, it's a stranger coming Uh-oh. to your door. Uh-oh. Pause. We're about to get murdered. We might get is too late to be soliciting door to door he's soliciting he's soliciting extermination services it was so wholesome though i know it was very cute he's like we're gonna get you all done in the neighborhood super cheap he's like naming my neighbors like i know who they are oh my <laughs> I don't god know who they are. he probably figures you don't know who they are and he just made up some names i don't know 
Oh. It's like uh, Joey Jojo Shabadoo across yeah. the street. <laughs> Joey Joe Shabadoo. No, he did say the, the across the street neighbor's correct name. That's well, true. So you did know that? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to finish my story of fainting real quick. Anyway, so yeah, I passed out at this club um, in the middle of like a band's show. We never even got to see the, the band we went there to see. It was still during the opener. And after that, I like couldn't really like stand up. I was still like really lightheaded. And um, the club actually kicked us out because I couldn't stand. And I'm just yeah, you're like too drunk or they thought. Well, so. I'm assuming I wasn't drunk at all, but I'm assuming they thought I was like right. high or whatever. Like even they were though like, was, uh, she's not well. You I was can't just stay sick. Here. Yeah. So bars don't like it when you sleep. No, no, no. Yeah. So uh, that looks bad. Yeah. So Shayla fed me fries and Sprite and I somehow survived. And that's the one time I passed out. Still don't know what happened. I'm assuming Have you it was eaten that day. I'm assuming it was low blood sugar. Yeah. Um, I had, but not a lot. And it's like based on like, have you eaten? Have you drinking? How much time do you spend in the sun? It was yeah. It was yeah. So that's my various things. Yeah. That's that's my that's my passing out story. I probably was gray. It was probably really gross. Yeah. You probably looked like a corpse. I, I probably looked like a corpse. Good thing no one tried to embalm me. But you weren't out for that long, right? I don't. I don't think. I don't think I could have been out for that long. It wasn't two to four hours. No, it wasn't a lot. It wasn't enough time to be involved. Good. Thank Thank God. Okay. Okay. Uh, So back to the embalmed bodies. Uh, So how do they make the deceased look uh, a little more presentable? Uh, Some tricks. One, and I do remember this from the Haunting of Hill House, but you guys, but you might. It probably was in Six Feet Under, but I don't know. Uh, The eye caps which are the little spiky egg-shaped things that they put in the eye sockets, and then they just glue the eye shut over top of them. Oh. I thought that was pretty disgusting. Yeah. Um, And then the mouth is usually closed by sewing or wiring it shut, which I guess I kind of... The mouth always looks so weird. If I had to think about it... Yeah, because they have to... You know, shut it so it doesn't like open up and the all the lips always look so thin. It's yeah, like, they do. Ugh. They probably use a lot of force to keep all the shit from like coming out of its mouth. Oh God, mm. I hate. It is sick. I hate corpses. Well, I, not, I hate corpses. I hate embalmed corpses. I hate viewings. I don't I like yeah. viewings. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, I'll go to one of them and stuff, but like, I, I mean, you will find out like throughout this podcast, I'm going to talk about frequently that like, I'm all about like natural burials and like that kind of stuff. Like just throw like my dead body in the hall or like send me to the body former or like, you know, donate my body to science. Throw like, me in the trash, bury me in the family yeah, yard. Like don't pump me full of chemicals and then throw that body in the ground and just let all that chemicals seep into no. the fucking groundwater. Like, no, don't right. want it. Ugh. Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me get off of my um get off of your soapbox please yeah. thank you um the wax is used to smooth the skin um the throat is stuffed with gauze or cotton to keep the uh the purging fluids from coming up oh uh, that's the decomposition fluids from all the soft tissue oh so it's the so, throat stuffed with gauze so and then mouth so tight so that's still so even though they're embalmed there's still like decomposition yeah. happening yeah I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, all never the fluids stops. are embalmed, but yeah, there's still the soft tissue that's still gonna. Yeah, mm. it's not like it's like freeze dried, you know, which would, you know, mm. it just slows it everything. down. It doesn't stop it. Okay. Sick. Um, and, Sick. <laughs> and sometimes if people uh, donate body parts like long bones, they'll uh, replace those with a PVC pipe. Cool. What? Just put the PVC pipe in your leg. Yeah, I guess I was unaware that you could be a bone donor. Like, 
that you could donate like your femur. Yeah, I didn't know that either. But apparently that's the thing that you can do and oh. they'll just replace that body so, like, part Lieutenant with some pipes. Dan can get new legs? I guess. I don't <laughs> know what they do with the, the bone. I assume that they give people new legs. <laughs> hmm. Maybe they make a broth. A, bro- a bone broth? Maybe yeah. if someone's like bone gets too shattered to repair, they stick a new one in. I don't know. I'm I'm not a doctor. Yeah, maybe so. maybe that's what. Oh, because me and Heather both have dental implants, uh-huh. and we have. Well, you did not have to get a bone graft, correct? No, I didn't. I have I a had strong get, enough bone. I had to get a bone graft, and it was done with corpse donor. Mm-hmm. So I may have some of this of uh, corpse femur in my mouth. You got that cadaver bone. Baby. I got some cadaver up in my mouth. Mm-hmm. My jaw was strong enough. I didn't need it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mine was bad. It's bad shape. Okay, so your body is prepped and set. Then what happens with all the waste? Uh, they just wash it all down the drain, like all like the guts and the poops. All, and yeah, all, like, it all the just blood and it the... just all goes down the drain into the sewer. They just uh, they just hose it down uh, like a meat locker. Whoa, wait. Okay, to pollute your groundwater. Yeah. And okay, so <laughs> the mighty Allegheny River. Yeah. In the addition bond. to all the poop sewage. There's corpse there's, there's sewage. corpse sewage because there's I mean there's I'm thinking of like there's several funeral homes in Millville oh, yeah. and oh just trying yeah, where they do body prep they just they just got a big drain and they just hose it on down okay. like you're at the vet so so when the triathlon swimmers are swimming in the river yeah don't do that the, triathlon swimmers don't do well, it so I Stop remember in the river. I remember the last the last time Shayla did the triathlon so Shayla's got a lot of shout outs today hi Shayla um, hey <laughs> last time she did the triathlon. <laughs> It had rained like really, really badly, like right before. And part of like I learned this because she did it um, like uh, Alka-San, which like is oh, in charge. It's in, but they're like in charge of, of all um, the waste treatment. Yeah. And they'll like issue. So basically, like they'll actually cancel the swim portion of the try if like they determine that it rained hard enough to create enough of a hazard in the river from sewage. Poop of a poop hazard. Well, apparently a poop and a dead body part gross hazard that's really freaking because for that's freaking me out i'm so freaked out so that year it had rained right before and like the levels were like right on this cusp where they weren't going to cancel it but they were like (laughs) leaving it up to everyone participating and i'm pretty sure everyone just like went ahead and did it so i don't mind swimming with the corpses yeah whatever it's fine okay oh my god but i guess ultimately it's all just kind of organic matter fine i guess but why why is why are human remains any different than roadkill no good no well well it's mostly like uh like because like uh, not I'm, the human remains themselves it's just like the bacteria and the viruses that like you know colonize and like are all about them and you don't know what that you know what, what that human body was infected with you know when it died and that that's kind true. of stuff oh, yeah for me it's entirely psychological i imagine that if there's like an infectious disease there's probably more yeah precautions taken yeah i hope so i would hope. i don't know they're probably not putting like you know hepatitis blood into the water um, but maybe yeah i don't think they i don't know tb don't... has graced us with his presence hi tibbles it's almost their dinner time yeah they're not getting fed not yet what what else oh um well so this is not related to the embalming exactly, but it's something else that came up in research that happens with that can happen with the bodies after, you know, you're dead. Mm-hmm. It's uh, 
exploding casket syndrome. Mm. Have any of you guys heard of exploding casket syndrome? No. This sounds familiar. Yes. So if you buy a sealed casket, it's supposed to keep out the air, keeping the body fresh. But what it actually does, it traps in all the gases from the body that's continuing to uh, decompose and all the fluids that are coming from that. And the body will eventually burst and then the rotting remains will will ooze out of the casket. (laughs) So So it does the exact opposite of what it's advertised for. Yes. Does it keep a scam? It keeps things from getting in, so it does seal from the outside. Oh, world, I don't which, want worms to eat my my precious flesh. Exactly. Or oh, they can't eat Grandpapa. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, yeah, sure, the worms won't eat Grandpapa, but Grandpapa's gonna be oozing into the worms. He's gonna go kaboom. <laughs> Wait, does the, does the casket explode or no. just it the body? It, the body explodes okay. and then it oozes out of the casket. Yeah, like I, I'm like sure it, that the, it breaks the seal whenever yeah. the body explodes. The pressure would cause it, like it, like at least the seals to rupture and like probably like cause like maybe fractures in like the wood or like you know the various. I wonder if you can see like the ground go. Oh. Yeah, above the, above the grave just move slightly and, and then like and then someone be like who was that like did the corpse <laughs> fart like you know it did it fart. like corpse farting it just was decomposing and it's gassy corpse juice oh god so yeah. don't don't get a sealed casket don't guys don't do it. it yeah don't fall for that it's a scam. don't fall for your loved ones just get a regular old cardboard box and put your loved ones in it pine box yeah something that'll biodegrade yeah is that it jb uh yeah that's about what i got good job amazing thank you yeah the rest was just kind of i enjoyed it but yeah so um conclusions i think you should watch six feet under Uh uh-huh um i think you would like it i think Uh, yeah what i did watch i liked i think i didn't have hbo mm. and i just kind of sporadically caught episodes somewhere Mm mm-hmm but um, I guess you kind of already touched on one of the things I wanted to ask and related to this segment, which what? was, what do you want to do with your body when you're dead? Oh, yeah. But you want a natural burial. Um, well, uh, it's basically like I, I, I want to donate to science, but I haven't signed up for an, an organization yet. So what happens when you do that? There's a few dis- different companies, you know, because there's different like, you know, you can donate it to uh, this one company and they provide it to people that are uh, do- doctors that need to be studying, you know, cadavers. Or this company, like, it goes to the body farm where they, you know, basically study how you decompose and, you know, da 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 So, basically, you can choose, you know. But long story short, they mostly run the same way where you um, die and then <laughs> you send them your corpse and then they do what have you to it. And then whenever they're done doing, you know, having their way with it, doing whatever... <laughs> Like you're you're putting this the most colorful way possible. Scientific experiments, uh, naughty naughty things. That yeah, making your face look funny. She's she's like ugh, <laughs> sick. Um, but yeah. So uh, once they're done having their way with your body, then they send it back to Please you. Please keep saying having their way with your body. They send it back to you. I think they cremate you for free, and then they, yeah, I've heard that they take care of. They send your family your back the ashes. Yeah, oh, that sounds like a good deal. It is. I'm into that. Yeah. So, like, it's, like, basically, like, donate all my organs. Yeah, you're going to have my organs. I don't care. Do that. And then, uh, you know, if, if then you, if you want to study my body, do whatever. You know, I don't know. But, yeah, so I have to I have to sign up for one of those things. But that's what I want to happen. Your bones could go into somebody's mouth. Sure. Hmm. What do you want to happen? Um, I would want as natural uh, a process as possible. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I don't want to be cremated because I know that that gives off all kinds of like bad chemicals for the environment. Yeah. I definitely don't want to be embalmed because that's horrible for the environment and it's a weird atmosphere. I would like to just have a big hole dug in like my parents' yard and just dump my body in there. Oh, you need to get buried at, and um, this is going to be, I'm going to, I'm not, this is not SpawnCon, but you need to get buried at Penn Forest Natural Burial Park. Like you can do is natural burials yeah. So we there. can do yeah. that in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's in Verona. Oh, cool. Oh, that's not even too far. Yeah, it's in Favorona. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I, my, um, everyone's in my family on my dad's side. Um, so far, my grandfather and grandmother both got cremated and we scattered their ashes at the same place, um, at a, at a lookout that they both used to like to go to bird watch, um, which I found, I found to be very, you know, meaningful and cathartic. Um, but, you know, point taken about cremation. Um, and then on my mom's side, they all do the traditional embalming. Yeah, like what burial route because they don't know um, no better. They don't know what a scam at all. Is. I don't. People been doing so they just yeah. do what people do. Um, my <sighs> mom. So, so my mom has my mom has always like she's always said just, just throw me on the compost heap. Just like oh, yeah, yeah. And which used to which whatever. when I was younger would make me very like upset and I would get yeah. mad at her. But I I understand more why she says that. That's cool. She's now, rad. My mom is the coolest. Very rad. Um, but I like this, like, donate to science and then get cremated for free mm-hmm. and sent back to your loved ones. I feel like that's kind of like a good, like... Because the cost of all that stuff is such a racket. Oh, oh yeah. Get oh. cremated for free. That's, like, it's pretty awesome. But it's I so do, unethical. But I do like the idea. I like the idea of a green burial, too. Like, yeah. what? Like, no embalming pine casket. Correct. Um, tre- I don't even know if they do a pine casket. I think, it, I think they do. It might vary by state. They can, depending yeah. if they can just put because i think in some states they can't they won't just like put you in the ground like you need to have an enclosure yeah, yeah. burlap sack but at like least. at least pine would you know yeah decom- like you know biodegrade um and then like a tree is your instead of a headstone yeah like a tree yeah i like that That's too what i would like yeah mm-hmm. you can yeah. solve a funeral i guess if you want my body doesn't have to be there that's unnecessary We're a life right. celebration party yeah the funeral is important for people acknowledging that their loved ones have passed and all of that yeah, but my body doesn't need to be there. Yeah, my grandparents, my grandparents both had memorial services yeah. like uh, several, many like several months after they passed. I'll be cool to try yeah. to leave money in my will and be like, use this money to party, please. Like, just put a nice picture of you up, like throw a party, doing your Heatherwood like, pose. Yeah, and like you know, I would appreciate if maybe you know say some nice things about me amongst yourselves if you feel like you want to. That'd be great. And that's all I need. But yeah, I want everybody to just have a good time. Yeah, on my dime. All right. So is it my turn then? It is your turn, Heather. Yay! So yeah, mine's very much related uh, to JB's. It's not embalming um, humans. It's embalming animals. Specifically, it's like having to do with like getting uh, your pet uh, taxidermy taxidermy after after it dies. So uh, the title of mine is Preserving Your Pet. So... (laughs) I don't know if any of you guys knew this, but there was literally a show called American Stuffers. Like, okay, yeah, it's no. called, this show Jesus called Christ. American Stuffers. Um, it just like American Pickers. It was um, it ran for one season in 2012 on Animal Planet. It had eight episodes, and uh, three were unaired. <laughs> oh my so god, it was a rousing success. <laughs> Um, uh, I watched clips on YouTube and yeah, it was, it was gripping, very gripping TV. So, um, <laughs> I, are you being sarcastic? I yeah. can't. Okay. I just want to make sure. Uh, so basically what, uh, was it's about is this family of taxidermists and 
I think the show was just like the family was just too normal for a reality show. Like, because taxidermy is a legit like thing. Like, you have to be an artisan slash very technically, you know, um, proficient to do it. So you can't just be like some, you know, idiot that's like like these idiots that run like I don't know these pawn things or whatever. You can't just be like some you can't you know, be just a character and do this you have to have skills right so i don't think these guys had like much of personality oh and i the other reason why i don't think that this show took off was because basically the main plot point behind the show and the only plot point they could really have is somebody's pet dies then they get then then like these Amer- the american stuffers like stuff the pet and then there's like the big reveal of like is the person going to be satisfied and the answer in that is no, no, like 99.9% of the time, they're not going to be satisfied because in all of my research that I did for this, that's like everybody, all the taxidermists talked about how a lot of people in the taxidermy trade won't do personal pets because the owners are so like, they're so like, oh, uh, you didn't get the eyes right or whatever. Like they're too too particular right you yeah. know they can't be pleased so the taxidermist won't even touch it because they can't even be bothered because it's really hard and really technical and stuff and it costs a lot of money and so to like have people like get pissed off and be like oh it's not what i want to pay you know so um basically do you want to know like how much it costs is roughly around 900 dollars for like a rabbit and for like a large dog over about $2,000. See, that's actually less than I would have guessed. Yeah. Yeah. You could just get another dog for that money. Well, yeah. I see. I w- and I would have thought because this is basically like. Double dogs. Yeah. I feel like you could just like really scam people out of a lot of money for something like that. Um, I mean, it's probably time consuming. There's it's, probably materials. So yeah. I mean, it's I, not a scam. Yeah. No, no. no but oh, I mean, like okay, charge yeah. more than that. Like you could probably really, t- I mean, I think you could really take advantage. Well, like if someone wants to, are really getting this done because that's the what I mean. Why I looked it exactly. up so is they could probably charge way sick. more. Like nobody wants exactly. Like, if you went to somebody's house and they had a taxidermy, like they're t- oh yeah, that was Bobo, my taxidermy, like my dog that lived. Like would that freak you out? Yes. yes. See, I never go back. Yeah. See, not many people do that. See, I've thought about that. Like I know. I I thought about like Fat Fat having him taxidermied. But now since I've researched this, I'm like, I won't have him taxidermy, but I could have him freeze dried. So the difference between like you could basically after your pet dies, you have one of a few choices. So there's taxidermying. And that is basically the process. Number one takes a long time. You have to skin the animal. You <gasps> scrape all the flesh off of the pelt, all the, the all the meat, all the flesh off. You dry the pelt with salt. You rub it all in. Um, then you make a model of that animal out of hard foam. Like you basically have to be a carver as well. You have to just be a sculpture carver as well as like an expert dissector, you know? And so then, um, you try to make the eyes as lifelike as possible because the eyes are just like little glass, like balls that you use in place of the eyes, you know? And then you put like that, you tan the hide and you like, you know, stretch it over this figure that you've carved. And so um, you can like, it very much depends on the skill of the taxidermist, how realistic and good it's going to look. So, you know, I can't like the fact that you have to like skin the beloved pet and scrape out its insides. Like, 
I feel like if you had like been thinking about getting your pet taxidermied, like once you found out that's what they had to do, like I per- I would be like, no. Yeah, like they, 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 they mutilate the whole animal. Oh, and these people, these people still go forward with it. They do. Oh. Like I watched some clips on this American Stuffers and this like lady was all like, oh, my baby. It was like this little schnauzer. Oh, oh my God. It's terrible. Um, it was a really bad show. Uh, <laughs> okay, so but so if you don't want to get your cat taxidermied, so other things you can do with your cat's body after it dies, you can get its like head, uh, its skull stripped of the flesh. You can keep the skull and put that on your mantle. That's kind of cool. Hmm. Um, I don't know, just if like plain skull, no flesh. Yeah, just have like the cat skull. Like this is, you know, that's actually less skull. horrifying to me than a taxidermy animal. Really? Yeah. 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 I mean, I I wouldn't mind having like our cat skulls and keeping okay. them. Yeah. Fine with that. You can like get them stripped with like those beetles that I mentioned in the other episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there is uh, uh, do you guys remember from this happened a couple years ago? Uh, this Dutch artist, his name's Bert Jansen. He turned his pet cat Orville into a, a little like it's just like he basically like taxidermied him and like put his hide on this drone and he called it the Orville Copter and it was like this cat that was like fly- a flying like drone like but it had a cat skin on it and like people were so disgusted by it. That's horrible. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, I gotta put a picture of the Orville Copter on on the uh. Yeah, put it put a note there. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, it's pretty cute, the Orville copter. But he's like, what, what? I, uh, Orville loved birds. <laughs> this is just Orville living out his just like his life. He can fly with the birds now. That's what he loved. He loved to fly with the birds. Well, he loved birds. So How? he's like, now But it's because he wanted to eat them. Yeah, maybe, he didn't fly with maybe, them. He, yeah, maybe he didn't want to fly. Maybe he just wanted to like sit in a tree. Well, he can like, he can like fly with, you know, be near the birds now. He can like fly up to the tree and look at the birds. Oh my goodness. Okay. But yeah, so Okay, so you mentioned freeze drying. Freeze drying, yeah. 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 So freeze drying, it seems like if you want your animal to look the most like it did when it croaked, you know, the most likely it did rather when it was living, you want to freeze dry. So this website that I found, it's called preservepets.com. And it says it's better than taxidermy. And all the brains, the skull, the bones, all that stuff is still inside. They do take out like the guts and stuff because that has like your guts have bacteria and so stuff that you eat. Minor mutilation involved. Yeah, they have to always take that part out because otherwise, like it'll explode. You know, whenever all the uh, bacteria and stuff it um proliferate. I'm looking at the exploding kittens game on your shelf right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly, exploding kittens. Appropriate. Um, but yeah, so for the best results, they recommend you know a little sleeping recumbent, you know, a little sleeping pose. But they're willing to work with other things, they say. And uh, the pets must be frozen immediately after death. Immediately. So this place is in Southern California. And you can have your pet's body shipped to the place. But so, like, literally, you can put your pet in, like, a Coleman. Like, a play school, like, Coleman cooler or whatever. And, like, you know, put some, like, frozy packs in there. And, like, send it off to this, like, company by FedEx or UPS. And then they'll be like, all right, we will freeze it. What it does is they put it in their freeze drying machines and uh, it slowly evaporates all the moisture. It takes uh, two to three, two to four months. Sorry. And two to four months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It takes a long time. Wow. Yeah. This is not a flash freezing process. Oh, no, 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 oh, no. My. It, it takes a long time. Yeah. And um, there are no prices on the website because each individual 
pet like we'll get a quote so like it seems like mostly they can do like small animals american stuffers said the freeze drying because they do freeze drying too on american stuffers okay it, they, it runs about 725 dollars for like the average size pet mm-hmm. and as he was pointing at the average size pet he was pointing at a long-haired chihuahua so you know like i don't know if they consider that average size that's still less than i would have thought yeah still but like th- as as a bigger dog it would be like you know thousands of dollars sure i mean i, I just i feel i would expect something like that to cost thousands of dollars yeah Maybe yeah. because maybe because like funerals are so expensive for like people. Mm-hmm. Also, I never know what I'm talking about. Anyway, <laughs> continue. But yeah, so um, I've thought of uh, so that's freeze drying. It's a company. There's not a whole lot of companies that can do it. That company does it. Um, that seems like the least gross way to go about it. So then they'll send your pet back to you, and you can have it like you know, just like it's sleeping in the corner for eternity, always. Hmm. How do you feel about that? Not I, favorable. No. Would you like Rowdy just no. like curled up in the corner? No. You can pet him forever. He's his fuzzy fur forever. No. What if she gets another cat? And then how so? does that cat react to what if my cat? What if my so? new cat pees? What if, it what if my new cat pees on Rowdy? Well, yeah. You, you put it high up. No, I no. I you put it in a glass I, case. No, no, I don't. No, I have no interest in preserving my beautiful, handsome boy <laughs> who will never leave me. Never. Right, I tell myself. He's what, never. What about you, Heather? Um. Well, uh, I've thought of it, but I don't think like what I most want is just like to preserve like fats as like pelt mm. because he's so fuzzy and like you could just I, have him skinned and then like hang his pelt on the wall like people do with deer skins. Yeah, like <laughs> I've thought of that, but is that like really disgusting and like creepy? Because I'm like, look, yes. you've mutilated your your pet. Yeah, it's weird, man. But it's dead. It doesn't matter. It's like, I, for one, don't believe in heaven and hell. I don't believe in kitty heaven and hell for sure. Just, um, um, why don't you just like do a memento mori out of his fur? Why don't you felt things out of his fur? How about that? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I definitely can collect a lot of it. Mm, I could, I could felt so many things out of Rowdy's fur. Yeah. Rowdy's the softest boy. He is. He's the softest. See, and I think too, if I did like um like the freeze drying or the taxidermy, I feel like that softness would not persist in death, you know? I don't think he would be as soft as he once was. And I, you know. Yeah. I think, you know, I, I just think I don't want to think about it. Mm. Yeah, sick. Mm. Sick and disturbing. Sad. Sad. But yeah, we all die. Get used to it. Ugh. The more you get used to it, the easier it'll be. It's an inevitability. I know. True. But yeah, I can't wait to do the Memento Mori episode. I love Memento Mori. I'm all about it. So w- was that it or did you have more uh, about well, the taxidermies? I do have one thing. It's like kind of like weird. Uh, this is just something interesting that I found along the way as I was doing. That was kind of it for like, you know, the things that you could do with your pet after it died. Okay. Um, as far as its body. I mean, I'm sure you can get it cremated and you can bury it. And you sure. can do whatever the fuck with you. I don't really care. But like this is about like preserving it in its oh, pristine. Sorry, I have to, I do have to interject because you just reminded me of something. What? Another thing you can do with your pet's body after it dies. What? Shayla, Shayla again. Hey, so girl. many shout outs in this What'd episode. Um, so her her dear beloved um killer cat died last year and okay this is where my brain betrays me um sometimes i can't remember if someone actually did something or only talked about doing it so but i know shale at least talked about back check it later i know right i'll text her um (laughs) (laughs) um 
she talked about, uh, I think she did actually do this. You can, you get your pet's remains, like you get your pet cremated, and then you get the cremains, um, compressed, like, uh, like hyper compressed into like some, like into a jewel yeah, or something. Yeah, you can get that with humans as well. Yeah, yeah. So I think she did, I think she either was going to do that or did do that with killer and like made into uh, some sort of jewelry. I'm sorry. Well, that's cool, but that's not sick. It's cool, like, but it's not yeah. sick, but it is a thing that you can do with, yeah. well, some people might think it's sick. That's kind of sick. Some, really? people might think it, some people might think it's sick yeah. to wear your dead pet as an adornment. I guess. It's not like, you know, sick in the sense of like fluids and smells, but it's, <laughs> like, it's, it's I a bit odd. I was about breast milk jewelry. Ugh. What? That is Have gross. you heard of breast milk jewelry? No, but let's talk about it another, another time. Another time. I was just saying that I thought that was sick, and I think. The dead pets pressed into stones is even grosser than that. See, I don't think it's gross. I thought it was like cool. I'm not sure. I maybe I would do that. Maybe I would do that. That might be, but I don't know. Anyway, anyway, sorry. I'm sorry. I interrupted. No, oh, no. Sorry. It's a good. It's a good <laughs> sick interjection. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, just the as a ending. Um, I found this like weird like cult in Salt Lake City. I'm all <gasps> I here. love so, cults. Yeah, it'll mummify you. They'll mummify you, and they'll mummify your pet for you too. So it's basically, it's inside, this is quoted, quoting a Slate article I found, inside an orange pyramid in Salt Lake City is a religious group willing to mummify your corpse. So like, this place is founded in 1975 by this guy called Claude Noel, but he changed his name to Corky Ra. <laughs> Corky R-A, Corky Ra. Like the sun god? Yeah, like the sun god. And he claimed to have been visited by advanced beings who revealed, like, the nature of creation to him. Are these the same advanced beings that built the pyramids? I, yeah, I guess. Um, the, uh, uh, <laughs> I honestly don't remember. I'm, I'm joking. I know that Egyptians built the pyramids. Yeah. yeah. I don't Skilled. think aliens built them. Yeah. yeah, you're wrong. Anyway. So the pyramid, it serves as a teaching space and production center for um, the, this place is called the summums, S-U-M-M-U-M-S, the summums. So the summums nectars, they're concoctions designed to induce spiritual awakening and inner peace and sexual ecstasy. Ooh. So according to summums, uh, death does not snuff out a person's awareness or ability to feel. So when the body is destroyed, the essence has no place to go. So the answer to them is mummification because they don't want to destroy the bodies ever. So they need to like preserve them. So... Uh, they do like, you know, they, you know, remove the internal organs, they cleanse them, they put them back in. The whole body is immersed in a baptismal font filled with preservative liquid of some kind. Uh, it's apparently a secret. Um, uh, body, uh, the body's wrapped in cotton gauze, encased in polyurethane membrane and covered in layers of fiber, glass and resin. So then they put you in like, you know, a pretty cool ass sarcophagus, you know, and the quoted price for a human is 67K. So a little bit pricier wow. than some of the other things we were talking about this evening. And pets under 15 pounds are $4,000. That's not, not too as bad. bad. Not that's as not bad. Not too yet. bad. Huh. So Corky Ra himself became the first summum mummy following his death in 2008. And his mama form and that of his cat Oscar aw, is on display at the pyramid. And you can see it if you attend one of summum's publicly accessible Wednesday evening philosophy sessions. So it sounds like they're kind of like a cork. Uh, they're, they're a cult, but like not like a dangerous one where is this at again it's in salt lake city salt lake city yeah hmm. know where i'm going on vacation next yeah all so it's right. not all mormons it's other cults too <laughs> yeah oh sorry to any mormons who are listening yeah, so, the end. so i thought that was pretty yeah. fun 
pretty fun. I enjoyed that. Thank you for thank you for picking this topic for me to mm-hmm. listen to. Uh, did the dead bodies creep you out? We did make I, you I feel yes. uncomfortable. I, I definitely, uncomfortable. you definitely made me feel uncomfortable. So anytime that I am silent for long periods of time, it's because I'm sitting here like I know, like making okay, a face. Did you take any of like the um? That's what we should do is we should strive to like take candid photos of each other when we're making sick faces. Uh, well, I think I was talking when she was making a lot of those faces. So yeah. see, that's tough. Well, and it's anyway. Yeah, no, but I was. We'll work on that. We'll work on I was, that. I was definitely made uncomfortable. I was definitely squicked out. I learned a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Thanks, guys. That's what we're all about. Um, learning, teaching, and uh, grossing out in the process. That's- yeah. Um, so um, to kind of cleanse ourselves of these gross, gross tales, uh, anything particularly sick in a good way happen to you guys this week? Um, this did not happen to me personally. However, my my dear friend Stacy, whom Heather knows, mm-hmm. she had one of my lifelong dreams uh, happen to her. What? She got to go get chunks of whack picked out of her ear <gasps> at, the, at yes! the ear doctor. What? Oh. oh wait. Okay. Okay. Tell me more. Oh, I had that happen to me when I was a child because I had a lot of like earwax issues as a kid. Yeah. So her ear was clogged up, <gasps> and she and she had like. This is not sick in a good way. This is no. sick in a gross way. This by is the sick way. in a no. This, I think this is a good thing. This is sick in a great way. <laughs> this is what the podcast is about, Heather. Continue. Oh. So she goes to the doctor, and then they do like an ultrasound on her ear, so she's able to <gasps> watch. Yeah, so she's able to watch as they're picking all the yes! wax out. She gets no. to see yes! it all. <gasps> she gets way. to see all the clumps in there. Her she's ear like, was that impacted with wax? She said it wasn't actually that much, but I guess when she was watching it on the ultrasound, it looked like it was huge chunks. But they, they, you, were, they were little. They I, were probably like... That sounds awesome. If you ever watch... Yeah, see, sick in a good way. If Fuck you ever you. watch an <laughs> earwax... Watch earwax extraction videos on YouTube. I you know. Have no idea. Well, I do it to myself on a daily basis. But you, can you imagine having somebody just go in there and like take care of it? So were they? Yeah, I, I did it when I was a kid. I know, but as an adult with Ugh. your adult ears, makes me shiver. Like, do you give know me pee shivers? Do you do you know what like implements they use? Like, were they using suction and like, um, or do they like were they using liquid to flush it out? Or I think it was like tweezery things. Okay. But she said she watched them like picking it out. Okay, there may have been a flushing. No, afterwards. there's a there's a um, alligator clip. Yeah, I watched a lot of earwax so extraction satisfied. videos i actually put one on the website recently she's a little squicky about bodily detail so i kind of just like savor any that she mm-hmm. gives me i don't i don't press her for more i'm like this is what you're willing to share i will just enjoy this wow. I so yeah part of part of me wishes that i had an earwax problem bad enough me to too. to require <laughs> this to be done no i really want that to happen um i am not i'm well i guess Fortunately, I mean, I'm, it's probably a good thing I don't have an earwax issue. I'm but addicted to Q-tips. True story. I do. I do like to clean out my ears with Q-tips, which I know you're not supposed to do. And I do have ear cleaning like um, implements. They're safe. Um, they have like a guard so you don't go too far inside your ear. But I do have do you those to like no, because it's not that doesn't that's not real. It doesn't I hear work. It's a hoax. It's a hoax. I've never done that. I was just curious. It's not real. Okay. I'm not going to anyway. It sounds like hooey. <laughs> Jen, thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. You really made my day. I know you like it. I know this is part of the inspiration. (laughs) I don't know if I have a sickest thing of the week. Things are going pretty good. Let me think. What was the sickest thing that happened to me? Um, uh, I guess I'll. uh, I already plugged my old, my new Instagram. So I mean, that was pretty sick in a good way. Yeah, I started. I started my own business, which I don't really like. Care about making any money with my? It's not a business anyway. It's 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 at Heywoo Enterprises, but. (laughs) 
Um, but I don't care about making any money because I have a job. I have a full time job and I don't plan on leaving it anytime soon. And uh, it's just like, you know, just for for funsies. So I don't know. It's kind of cool. I'm excited about it. You threw a pretty good solstice party last week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was great. Yeah. We had a summer solstice party at my place and uh, we uh, we dressed up in white dresses and we made flower crowns and trinky dinks and, you know, we had as fire. You do. Yeah, yeah. As, as you do. As you do. It looked like we had a cult. Yeah. And we did look like we were in a cult. Yeah. 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 Yep. And uh, we'll do it again around Halloween, except we'll all be wearing black. Of course. So it'll look yeah. even, you know, cultier. Yeah. Leave it spookier yeah. cult. Less like a, you know, the beguiled and, and more like uh, the craft. Yeah. You know? Um, oh, I love watching the craft on Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. We can do that again. Yeah, that can be a tradition at my house, you know, because I, I have it right there on Blu-ray. So I guess what my my sickest thing of the week is probably the cheese board that I made for your oh, party. Oh, yeah. So I'm I Beauteous. I follow I follow this uh, cheese plate account on Instagram, and I've been recently inspired to build these just extraordinary cheese plates, and it turns out I'm actually pretty good at it. Yeah, and she's a charcuterie queen and people like lose their fucking shit when they yeah. see it i've never gotten more engagement on instagram in my life oh yeah that's gonna go on the insta like okay. uh my like i don't and i'm not i am not an instagram person i'm not an influencer i have less than 200 followers and my account's locked down but like with so few followers and the amount of like engagement i got was like really fucking wild that's how much people like cheese so that made me feel it made me feel really good about myself. So oh, and, and I'm going to say to the other thing, this is also sick in a good way. Um, the, and it's related to this podcast, but so many of my coworkers love that I'm doing this podcast. They oh, yeah? can't wait to listen to it. They ask me about it all the time. You better shit or get off the pod. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know, but um, it it just like it makes me it makes me feel all like melty and gooey inside oh, yeah. that they're that they're like so supportive of me and I just so that's like a little Aww. mini sick in a good way thing. Anyway, cute, yeah, great. So um, link in bio, link in bio, yeah. So <laughs> thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening to us. Thanks for prompting me, Heather, because I completely lost my train of thought there. Um, so please subscribe to us on iTunes or Spotify, wherever else you found us. Um, follow us on Twitter at that sick pod and on Instagram at that sick podcast. Visit our website at thatsickpodcast.com or send us an email at that's.sick.podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear your sick stories or hear about maybe like what you want to hear us talk about. Oh, yes. Yeah, right here. Yeah. Suggestions love that. Are welcome. So um, that's it. That's it for this episode. And um, tune in next week. And until then, don't drink any embalming fluid because that's, that's sick. sick.